Cardinals getting down to 53 yesterday along with the uh, rest of the NFL. But uh, now the fun could really start with uh, picking through the waiver wire. And uh, the Cardinals could be active on that front. Here to talk about all of it with us is uh, Tyler Drake. He covers the Cardinals for ArizonaSports.com. And he joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Tyler. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Good. Before we get to what could happen on the waiver wire over the next couple of days, you know, considering what's been done to get down to 53, what what stood out to you the most in in terms of the moves to get to 53? Well, one was the fact that they don't have a long snapper, so they're technically at 52. So that's <laughs> something that they definitely have to go look for. Uh, but outside of that, I think the fact that MyJ Sanders made the team, I think he was very much on the bubble for me in terms of making the roster, and he was one of those extra guys that made it. I think another thing that stood out is just the fact that they lost John Gaines for the year, mm-hmm. uh, putting him on the IR. And that's that's a that's a big loss. I mean, he was a backup center. I think they really liked what they were seeing out of him, and he was a versatile guy too, who could be a guard as well. So uh, it's going to be interesting how they move forward with that. And I think the fact that they only kept two quarterbacks that definitely stands out because I thought after what we saw David Blau doing those uh, two preseason games, obviously it's preseason, but still, you know, came back looked like he was running the offense well. So. It's going to be interesting to see how they maneuver a couple of these positions moving forward because there's definitely some holes they still got to fill. All right, well, outline what you think is their plan at quarterback because Jonathan Gannon says he has one, but he's not telling us what it is. What What is their plan in your opinion? In my eyes, I think it's Josh Dobbs. I don't think you go out there and, and trade draft capital uh, on a team that really is looking to the future that could use that draft capital moving forward, and instead they use it now to get a guy that can come in and play right away. He knows the system. He's familiar with you know Drew Petsing, Israel Woolfork. He's familiar with Monty Austinfort, having played with the Titans last year. So I think what they want to see is him, I guess, just prove that he can be the guy for at least week one and go from there. But obviously coming in with, what, five or six practices, that's – that's a tall task for somebody, even if he is familiar with a lot of people on this on this team. So it's going to be interesting. I think you know Tune could maybe press the uh, press the notion to maybe start, but I still think it's Dobbs at the end of the day, just because they went out and made the trade and, and used a fifth round pick to bring this guy in. So why would you do that and not play him right away? Tyler Drake, who covers the Cardinals for us on ArizonaSports.com, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Going back to the, the decision to, to get rid of David Blau, you know, there is two quarterbacks on the roster right now, and it's two guys that have very little, even though Dobbs has been in the league, he's got very little experience. Do you think quarterback is a position maybe where Monty Austin Ford is combing through the, the waiver wire to bring in somebody with a little bit of experience? Because again, we don't have any distinct timetable other than a four-week absence minimum for, for Kyler Murray. Do you think that that's a, a possibility? Yeah, I think they have to. I don't think they can go into the season with just two guys because, I mean, just take – I know it's, it was playoffs last year, but look at the Niners, what happened to them last year in the playoff game where they had to use Christian McCaffrey as a quarterback basically for, for some of that game. So I don't think they want to get in that position, and they definitely – I think they should be carrying three guys moving forward until Kyler comes back. I mean, he doesn't count towards the roster, so you would assume that they'd bring another guy in just in case or if anything, a practice squad guy. So maybe that's the case. Maybe Jeff Driscoll, I heard there's reports that he could be back on the practice squad. So maybe that's an elevation for week one. But I still think he's going to be looking and checking out on some of the names. I mean, Bailey Zappi, I think, got waived by the Patriots. So, I mean, that name alone is pretty interesting. Obviously, it's 
another work in progress. But if you're at this point and you've got these guys in there, why not bring another guy to kind of just mix things up? All right, so uh, defensively, was there anything that's come out of the last couple of preseason games that kind of resonates with you that that seems to uh, point to a lack of depth that they need to address? I think safety. I, I mean, I, I think with Isaiah no longer on the roster, and, and obviously we saw what he was putting up on the field and on tape, I, I think that position needs another body just because of how much they're going to run these three safeties out there. they they need at least one more guy, maybe two, to just have some depth there. And then I think it's just cornerback is who's really going to separate themselves as the number two guy. I think there's there's options there with Antonio Hamilton, Keytrail Clark, and, and just and Christian Matthew. But I just don't see anybody really taking. I, I think Clark is probably the front runner, then Hamilton, then Matthew. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody can feel confident saying, oh, absolutely, he's TB2 moving forward. So I think there and then one more, I, I you know, as much as we went into the season talking about the defensive line, it, I thought for the most part they looked better than expected. So I don't know how much movement's going to come out of that room, but I think on the other side of the trenches we'll be, we'll be seeing something there too. Yeah, uh, Tyler Drake uh, from Arizona Sports, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Um, this we've talked about it a couple times this morning already, but this and I'll call it noise because that's all it is right now. But there seems to be noise getting louder on this possibility that maybe Kyler Murray doesn't come back at all this year. And there's you know Michael Michael Lombardi's out there suggesting uh, contractual reasons for it. What do you make of all of that and that possibility, Tyler? It's. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I just think for what this regime wants to see, you got to get him on the field. You got to see what he can do post, you know, rehab, post ACL tear. I just think that they can make a concerted decision after seeing some kind of body of work in their system, under their coaching staff, all of that. And obviously, there's the potential he could get re-injured. There's the potential that he just isn't himself and struggles and that, you know, hurts value moving forward if they decide to move on from him. But I just think at the end of the day, you've got to roll out a guy. You've got to roll him out to see what you got because if you end up getting rid of him and he goes out there and shows, I mean, shocks the world somewhere else, that's just going to be a bad stain on the new regime right away. So I think what needs to happen, he needs to play. I think at the end of the day, that's what's got to be the case for this team because I, obviously wins might not be coming a lot. So you've got to get, you've got to really evaluate who you've got on the roster. So when you can finally turn the page and get into a place where you can start stacking up wins, you're not still figuring out who's going to be our signal caller at that point. Yeah. How difficult do you think it's going to be for Josh Dobbs to come in here and and get real familiar with this with this offense and these receivers to pull off starting Week One in Washington? Yeah, it's it's got to be it's got to be that's got to be one of the biggest challenges. I think we all talk about how he's familiar with the coaches, but he's not throwing the ball to coaches on the field. So it's definitely going to be uh, a you know there's going to be a steep learning curve for him to really get gelled with these guys. I think the James Connors of the world, that whole starting offensive line is really going to help him really get integrated super fast, but. How quick can he get with those wide receivers? I think maybe, you know, I think Michael Wilson's a sponge at this point, so I think he, he's just going to be able to roll with the punches. But how are these, these other guys, Rondo Moore, you know, Hollywood Brown, do they need some extra rest with this guy before the lights come on? But I think 
with some of the leaders they have in that building on the offensive side, that's really going to help him in his progression of at least getting to know his teammates. I mean, we are on the doorstep of something that's got to be completely unprecedented in NFL history, and that is a week one starting quarterback Mm -hmm. playing for a team that he's not taken a snap for in training camp or a preseason. There's no way that's ever happened before. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, that's I, I was saying that yesterday too. I, I had to ask Wolf because you know I <laughs> I feel like I know my NFL knowledge, but I don't know that kind of NFL knowledge. And even Wolf was was pretty stumped. I think Kurt Warner was even stumped about it. So it's it's going to be crazy. And, and I mean, imagine he goes out there and and looks halfway decent. That's that might say something about their evaluation of players moving forward. Just on the notion of they wanted to bring the guy in. Uh, you know, earlier in the off season, they couldn't come to agreement, and now he's back on the roster. So it's very bizarre. I, I it, this week one game is going to be. I think there's going to be more eyeballs on week one now than there was uh, I, a couple weeks ago, just because of this latest development. Yeah, it's 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 uh, interesting. No doubt about it. Tyler, thanks for thanks, joining us, man. We appreciate it.